Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Positive Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Melanie Stevenson. Melanie is the author of Isolation Tales. She wrote these tales during the first lockdown in the United Kingdom when the pandemic struck. In this podcast, we talk about motivation, mindset, how Melanie got into writing, and much, much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Possibility, 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 Tune in. Melanie, so uh, great to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing? Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, no, you're welcome. It's, it's great to have you on. And um, yeah, I just thought I'd introduce you to kind of talk about kind of uh, how you kind of got into what you're doing because, you know, you, you've written um, a few books like um, called Isolation Tales and you kind of did this around the COVID pandemic and you, you, um, you kind of donated the first um is it book to proceedings of the first book to like the nhs which is like um the healthcare workers and you know in the uk and um yeah, i think it's really rewarding what you're doing how did you kind of come about like this kind of journey or ideal um well i've been writing for a long time pretty much since forever really and um i've written a couple of books that i sent off to agents but um didn't get picked up and so I was kind of money around and then um, coronavirus happened, obviously, and the world went into lockdown. And I did um, fundraising and stuff beforehand. And I always kind of think, how can I help? I always want to do something. So a lot of my friends were like key workers or nurses and stuff like that. And um, I could see uh, it, how much it was affecting them you know and I just wanted to help so I thought to myself well what can I do I couldn't hold a big event like I normally would with fundraising so I thought well the one thing I can do is write so I wrote um 
Isolation Tales, I told different stories and perspectives of like key workers and maybe ones that weren't in the news at that time. And just to kind of show the pandemic really like in a whole. And I didn't feel right about profiting from something like that. So um, I thought, well, I can't keep any of the money. So I decided to donate to a lot of it to the well all of my money that would come to me to the NHS and there's a project called um, the Cornwall Partnership Trust and they've been running a Covid frontline crisis um, fund thing and they said that that would be a good place for me to go so all the money has gone to them. I actually wrote it in 16 days which was really great. Um, I did it through homeschooling as well on the same thing. Luckily it was summer, so I was out on my lawn and with my little laptop and white chair and um, I just wrote. And every time I saw something like in the news and I did a few interviews to make sure that I found out what was important to the key workers that they wanted to get what across. And yeah, so I did um, the isolation tales through that and I wanted it to quickly get published. So. I um, did it through Amazon because I wanted it to come during lockdown when people could actually read it and it was happening around them then. And um, it was really well received. A lot of people are keeping it as keepsakes because it really um, embodied what was happening with the virus and you know the world right now. And it has got different things from a wave of the world. So um, it's not just the UK. I mean, most of it is based in the UK because that's where I am. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it, but I was really lucky really because it appealed to a lot of the local press and a couple of national, which helped, you know, draw attention to the book. And yeah, it was really, it was really a nice thing to do. And I'm really proud of it. I mean, it's quite small because it was quick. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, it's been really well received and it got really, good reviews and um, one really nice moment which I know I told you about was um, when a lady put down that um, she read it and she started looking at things differently that was happening around her which is just like a dream for a writer so so yeah it was um, it was really good for mental health it's really good to focus on and yeah I was really lucky with how nice people were about it really and everything yeah yeah no, that's really nice and i think like with doing that as well during you know the lockdown you you've providing value and you're putting something that you know you you care about into into works and you know it, i think like during this time it's been like you know very difficult especially at the beginning because the people are a lot of you know experiencing their own difficulties and challenges you know with mental health and you know changing lifestyle that you know people have had a lot, a lot a lot of anxiety and i think it's nice that you've been able to create this book and kind of capsulate the kind of situation if that makes sense and kind of put that into words and to have people to kind of look at the the kind of world in a different perspective you know like you said that lady who read it and you know saw things differently because like you know little tiny stories of the people that we don't always see in the mass media in this current situation there are all these kind of silver linings kind of in between isn't there and I think it's nice that you've been able to put that into a book and and that you can, can kind of continue doing those and it's like it's nice as well that 
you know, it's been recognized, you know, locally. And then, like I say, you know, a few national kind of media outlets have, have gravitated to, towards it as well. I think um, a lot of people can probably relate to, um, you know, your, your writing. Yeah, yeah, I try to write it in a friendly manner and stuff. And um, it seemed that the only thing people were really thinking about at that time was numbers. Everyone was focused on numbers and um, and while everyone was just thinking like how many had gone and how many had been infected and mm. everything. Um, oh, I just kept looking out the window and I just like saw like the postman go by and he looked really tired because he's having ridiculous amounts of shifts. And then I go and speak to my friend who's in funeral directors and they are just co they're just having to tell families like things on the worst time imaginable anyway during a good time um, yeah. all those restrictions and stuff like that and it just seems that no one was focusing that much on the people apart from you know nurses and doctors and the NHS which is brilliant they totally yeah. deserve it but there was lots of other little things like even stuff like the shopkeepers people working in the shops and stuff like that you mm -hmm. know themselves at risk and it's it was nice to draw attention to that and actually um mm. you know like tell their stories in a fictional way but it was all based on you know what real life experiences and real things that happen to people so it was really nice to draw a spotlight on them really you know and yeah it was really it was really therapeutic to write and well writing is really therapeutic anyway mm. it, it's it is quite nice that the first book you got published actually helped people you know that's really yeah. nice to know and i always have that which is a quite nice start to your journey and things yeah yeah, I think people have been really struggling with the lockdown. I mean, there's statistics like the helplines have gone like 800% more than what they normally would and stuff like that. I think the announcement yesterday with um, Prime Minister and everything actually giving people a date when this might be over mm -hmm. has done wonders. Everyone mm -hmm. suddenly seems to be quite lifted, which is really nice and everything. Yeah. Yeah, everyone just seems to be. I'm not very good at doing nothing. I have to be doing stuff. So I think when we were told to stay at home, I thought, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. like going outside. And um, yeah, I need to be focused on something. I'm very restless. I'm quite a restless person. So, so yeah, so it gave me something to do, which is quite nice. And, yeah, so help. And, and dream at the same time so it was yeah. yeah that's lovely and i think i think as well like you said it's it's given people that um that clarity you know with the date and stuff i think a little bit i think we like you know we we don't we're not we're not designed to kind of be kind of put to one place you know we're you know we're, we're human beings we like to go out you know to try and talk to people and do things and um i think it's, it's nice as well, like you said, you've, in the book, you looked at people who, you know, like the shopkeepers and the postman and the delivery people, these, these people who are, you know, 
being a service and you know the the demand on them and the workload on them was like you know pretty pretty it still is kind you know kind of pretty much but i think in the first couple of months of it when it all happened you know it's all this uncertainty all kind of you know this this new way of kind of working around things and um you know like the shop near me they they only allow a certain amount of people in um you know in these local kind of towns like where we are it's um i think like it, it's 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 quite intimidating because there's you know there's uh different restrictions in place and it's it's when you've been doing something for years and years and it's like you've got to do this now this way you know it takes a while for people to adapt and get used to but i think like a lot of people have been working like overtime you know and you know like it's nice you've been able to kind of interview them and and see what their perspective is is on it and to get their view on it because i think like a lot of people sometimes not forget but they don't really see that side of it and there is that kind of side to it as well um and i think like it's nice that you've been able to it's like that outlet isn't it you know like i said by writing being quite therapeutic it's like if i journal or something like that it is quite therapeutic and i think it's nice that you've been able to kind of encapsulate something you care about and put it out there and to help other people because you know other people need that kind of positive goodness at the minute and something they can you know benefit from and i think it's you know it can just be the beginning of many you know good things to come don't you think you think yeah definitely i like i say i think that people just didn't realize or didn't really think about it because they because that's the thing we're all quite social aren't we and mm. it is you know a lot of us love being outside and everything like that so it is quite a shock to the system and you're kind of just like just trying to cope like day after day and just going through and you know so 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 you don't really realize what's going on around you almost to other people mm. you know? and um yeah it's it is a very difficult situation for so many I think, but it is, I think everyone's feeling a bit brighter, like I say. Yeah. You know. I, I do think there's a silver lining to it, though, because I think if, if it wouldn't have happened, you probably, you know, like I think if it wouldn't have happened with the pandemic, I probably wouldn't be doing as many podcasts or, or, or even be doing a podcast. You know, you've been able to have that time to do the book. And yeah. are, you, are you working on like a series? Are you... Are you, are you is it opening up more channels for you to do different books? Like, kind of, where's where do you like see it going? Um, well, the isolation tales. I kind of like just wanted to do specific for that. I mean, I wanted to look back and not think of it. Kind of like what you're saying, the silver lining. Really, I didn't want to just see like everyone being scared and everything being shut down, like all this negativity, like going in. I wanted some to look back and actually think, oh, actually, that was the year that this happened. And, mm. you know, this was the year that I actually got myself in print, you know, and then smile when I look back, not just sort of like remember everyone's world crashing down. So that's um, so that was really important, you know, to me. And um yeah, but so I released another book um, in December. Um, like I said, um, people were asking when the next one would be because I just really liked the writing, which was really yeah. 
really humbling and everything. Um, so I, the quickest way for me to do that is um, the main way in which I'd been writing, um, other than a couple of books that I wrote, was um, stories. And I kind of did it as I thought that would be the quickest way to get another book out there. So so I did it as a showcase sort of like my journey as a writer and it's got like but it's got like all different types of genres and things like that because I didn't like it just being one thing like isolation tales it it was sad but it was also funny and um you know it had all these sort of emotions and stuff running through it but it was like a roller coaster and this one <laughs> is um pretty much the same you know it's not it's got sci-fi in there and it's got um you know like thrillers in there there was a couple of really dark ones that I yeah. what people want to say but um <laughs> yeah it's got every single aspect of me is in that book and um that was quite yeah, I I did warn like my family that it's all gonna go in there. It's um if mm. I'm gonna put all of myself in there, then it's sort of it's gotta be complete and I've got to go the whole hog. So yeah, that's that's quite an interesting <laughs> thing to write. There was an awesome um yeah, so that one came out in December and um so now I'm working on a novel because that's really what I want to do is um, novels. Um, the short stories and things are stuff that I like doing. And I actually put um, free ones on Facebook because I know I always wondered why authors don't really do that. Everyone wants to read more when an author kind of like wants an expert, you know, especially if you really love one. And you know. so I do put like stories and stuff on my Facebook profile just so people got little taste and I always put it on free because it's sort of like I don't I don't really want to do this for money or anything like that because to be honest authors don't earn a lot unless you're like JK obviously or Lee Child mm -hmm. or Stephen King you it's not you're not really in it for money and um he did because she loved to write and mm -hmm. and things and it's um Yes, yeah, so the book that I'm digressing, I'm going to the No, it's okay. No, it's all right. No, it's fine. Yeah, the book that I'm doing now is a novel and it's kind of it's completely different to everything else. It's um I I can't really think of a way to describe it other than lad lit. It's kind of like chick lid, but in a laddie kind of way. And um it's gonna take a lot of research and stuff, a lot of time to get it right, because I don't yeah. know stuff out there until it feel like it's really ready. So um yeah, but that will probably be going down the more traditional publishing route, probably, I hope. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's I think it's really great what you're doing and I think it's it's just like um kind of taking each step at a time isn't it and at least at least you're doing it it's not like you're thinking about doing it and you're not doing it you're you're putting in those steps yeah. to gravitate it out piece by piece and I think like you said like if you really enjoy something you're passionate about it that kind of money side of it isn't the main driving force there's something more there you know it's like kind of with me doing this and you know and I think like with your books like you don't you just don't know if it's going to blow up you don't you know you don't know yeah. you know it just it like you know these short stories you started out with you know you probably didn't think anything would kind of 
go into the media and it's like you just don't know who's going to read it who's going to with the internet you could put this novel out someone sees it gets shared you know and it, it you just don't know and i think the more you kind of do it it just builds more traction and um you'll you'll gain like you'll you'll build up that audience if that makes sense you know you'll you'll get that that following in that audience yeah i mean it's um that's kind of yeah it's it's really it's really strange to explain because it's um because it you feel very vulnerable it's incredibly it's an incredibly vulnerable profession because you kind of spend so much time on it and yeah. really put your heart and soul into it you know and it's not just that you've just put something out there you've like worked and worked and worked and worked mm. and it's um and you do kind of lay yourself bare and I didn't tell anyone that um, I did any writing at all. I didn't tell anyone for years. In fact, it was only um, two years ago, but I actually went, it sounds really strange, but I actually went public and said, look, this is what I do. And this, and I kind of wanna make a go of it, you know? And, um, and it's really mad because um, I used to do these live music nights to try and promote local music and local bands and stuff and I used to write from reviews and stuff and pub publicity pieces you know to help the band because um, they used to come and practically play for free really they were amazing yeah. and um, yeah and what was really nice and what really sort of like threw me is that people weren't surprised and then uh I thought, no, this is where you're a bit shocked. This is where you didn't guess. But no, people mm. were and they were like, well, yeah, we kind of thought you would be. And it's like, really? And you have no idea sort of like how people see you at all. But it, mm. I was so nervous. I was so nervous about doing that because I thought, oh, I always thought that I would come off as a certain perception or something. But it wasn't like that at all. It was so oh it I can't even describe it and when that um book came when Isolation Tales came like published like literally there it was it's so funny because um I'd been doing interviews and stuff it takes a while for them to come and I've been in interviews and I talked about it and it's like oh so you've been published and stuff like that so I was talking about being published and available and then it came and I actually held my own copy and a couple of people um I know actually had their copies before me and it was like no <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I held it and I was I was in floods, man. I was in floods of tears. I thought, oh my God. And it's just all of that time working up to that moment. And it sounds mad, but it's kind of like, it was so much emotion. And it's it's like, you've got a different persona because for so long, because, um, you know, like any mum can relate to this for so long, I've just been that person's mum. And I've been, I have tried to do other things as well. So that's not what I predominantly am, but it, mm. now it's kind of like but she's also this and it's yeah oh, wow you know and there's little bits that keep happening now that you're kind of like pinching and <laughs> oh my god i can't believe like this happened and yeah. like this is one of them you know actually doing a video podcast thing i didn't think that i would do something like that but it's the only thing really that i wanted was 
for someone to read it and mm. like it and you know and enjoy it and that was literally all I wanted that and um seeing in a bookshop which will happen one day I'm guessing and I'll just take <laughs> gazillions of photos use up all the photos in my camera <laughs> and on the shelf and yeah just keep moving it but um yeah, there's little moments now. It, it's just, and I think I'm. There's so many times that I just feel so lucky because I get to do. Um, even though I'm still like this little tiny little author, indie author, sort of like in the middle of Cornwall, like this little village that everyone misses. It's sort of like, you know, I just feel so lucky that I get to do what I love, mm. and. Um, you know, even on such a small scale, I get to do what I love like every day and I get to learn like every day. And it's just, it's literally like a dream. And, the, and what's really, and I'm kicking myself really for not doing it sooner. And I'm kicking for myself for not knowing that it was in my power, you know, to actually do this. And it's sort of like, I could have done this at any time. and. I should have and just had the guts, you know, and just like go, boom, I'm going to give it a shot. And I have friends who do try their hand at so many different things. And even when they fail, they just pick themselves up and do it again. And I always admired that because I didn't have the guts until like a couple years ago. And then I just did it. And it sort of like, that's the thing. Anyone's got the power to do that. Anyone's got the power to kind of do what they want to do. I, yeah, no, I mean, like yourself, you know, when you had your accent, you could have just like mellowed and let it control you. But instead of that, you changed your life. And mm. it's just, it's a very empowering feeling. And it's a very, and you just feel lucky that you took the plunge and mm. life is like what it is now because of that. And yeah, it's not um, that sort of gratification, that sort of pride, the way that um, my children are proud of me way but my husband are proud of me and um different family it's sort of like it i would rather have that than sell a million copies you know because that just gives me such a good sense of self every single day and it's just it, yeah it humbles me it really does and, yeah That's, it's lovely it's really really nice it's really lovely and i think you said you know it's just to making that making that decision and deciding on I'm gonna do this and just just doing it that's that's like you know what it is isn't it just just doing it and I think a lot of the time you know we can be conflicted with you know self-doubt what do people think is it good enough um you know and comparing ourselves and there's a lot of things behind all all of that not doing you know and I think I think it's about timing and I, and I think like you can look back at the past and say, oh, I should have done X, Y, Z then. But maybe, you know, given given the the kind of circumstances, that, you know, might not be that opportunity, you know, different opportunities might not have arisen that it kind of did from when you did it. Um, and I think it is great that, you know, you found something that you love and something that you enjoy and that you can call yourself an author and kind of put out that content help other people and you know see those ripples from what you're doing and I think like it's 
it's that ripple effect, isn't it? You know, you're putting something out there and these kind of waves going out and then different opportunities come your way. And it's kind of funny how, like, you know, the world and the universe works and what doors open up for you. It's like, I, I saw your profile on Instagram and, you know, it's quite, it's like fatal almost, you know, I kind of saw it and I was like, oh, I quite like, you know, what you're up to. And I, and I you know, and I think, you know, I like, I like to give you an opportunity to be able to talk about it. And I think that's, that's kind of what we need in life, you know, like, um, and that's sometimes just all it takes. I'm just giving you that opportunity to reach out. Um, but you've ultimately got to do that. You know, I, you have to put in that little, those little steps to reach out or to do something, to put it out. You know, we can't sit back and wait sometimes for things to happen. You kind of have to put in those necessary steps yeah. by, you know, doing it. Um, and I think it's, it's just shows you, you know, like you said, you know, we, we can do so much more you know, the, the more capable of, and, you know, you had your book in front of you and, you know, it's like, yeah, I did this. I've done this. I've put in that work and I've, I've materialized this. And it's like, well, you know, it comes down a lot to down to your mindset and your imagination, you know, putting in that work and seeing something happening and doing it. And, you know, you've done that and, you know, in the future, you know, you could have it in a box, you know, bookstore, like, you know, the, the, the kind of the, I mean, I think sometimes when we when we say things like that, it can it can sometimes seem very far off, but it's not impossible. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it you have to have it. Sometimes has to be like that, you know, to work towards it um, and that kind of thing. So I I, yeah. I definitely I definitely think it's great what you're doing. I yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I say it all the time, but nothing's worth having if you don't work for it. It's, yeah. I, I hate being handed stuff. I always feel like I've got to earn it, and because then you appreciate it. And it's, yeah. you can tell how nerve wracking and terrified I was because normally I am the most impulsive person on the planet. You know, I sort of like I decide and then I just do it. It's um like for me, Grampy, I was really close to. He yeah. died. It was coming up to the tenth anniversary of him with um of when he passed away and I really wanted to do something and then I just thought what's the scariest thing that I could do so I thought well it's either hold a tarantula because I hate spiders <laughs> or it's jumping out of the plane because I'm terrified of heights so um I just thought I'll jump out the plane so I kind of when my husband got home I just said to him I'm just going to jump out of the plane um and then he just went what because I get scared on the Heligan Bridge I, yeah, I'm I terrified so bad with heights and I just did it because it was sort of like yeah right I did and I saw a thing saying oh you can drive a Batmobile and I was like oh I'll do that I'll drive a Batmobile and then boom drive a Batmobile and I, I was mad with um as soon as I decide something I just do it and I don't really think about yeah. it I'm quite reckless really but um this and <laughs> it's a I remember doing that parachute jump and I was and I was sort of like I was fine I was sort of like yeah yeah do it yeah we do it. I mailed on to him and then we got into the plane and there's no door and there's I was and I was near the end there was like oh, I was like it's a tandem one and I was on this bloke's app he was a bit friendly for a chap I didn't know to be honest <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and then they sat me beside this end, this door, and the door wasn't there. And I said, where's the door? And then, believe it or not, they said, for safety. I said, safety. And then they went up 
and they just kept going up. I thought, we're going in the sky. I can see clouds. How high are we? Yeah. And it's, oh, that was oh, my God. And it wasn't until they said to me, right, you're fine. You can back out. You can change your mind, except for like five minutes before you have to do it. It was only a couple of minutes. And they said, that's when you can't change your mind. And um, he said, we'll tap you on the shoulder when you can't change your mind or something. Or they, they did something. And um, yeah. so I was sitting up there and I was like, okay, just do it, just do it, just do it. And then it got to that stage. And then I suddenly realized, God, I could die. And then I thought, oh, I don't want to do this now. I don't think I can do this. And then he taps and I thought, oh my God, it's too late. I don't think I can do this. And then, um, and then it suddenly dawned on me, like how much money had been raised and how many families that would help. And um, letting down all of them actually felt worse than getting out of that yeah. He just tipped me and, oh my God, I'd, you, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm glad it helped people, but oh my <sighs> God, when they, just before they do you, you, I don't know if you've ever done one, but I've never done one. I'd, I'd like to. You've done two? No, no, I'd like to. I'd like oh, to okay. do it. Oh, okay. You're not scared of heights and I take it. You're all right with heights. Uh, if I overthink it, I am. Oh, okay. Well, what they do, which is hideous, absolutely hideous, is while you're sitting on the lap, they tip you. And then you're tipped out of this thing on this chap lap. The only thing holding you on are these straps, and you're holding on to like the rucksack thing with the parachute in it. And he, they like tip you. And so all I can see is nothingness being tipped, knowing how, but I'm like, God knows how high up in the air. I can't think that yeah. how high it was. And then they, then you do like a forward roll and stuff like that. And, and down on the ground, the kids actually got um, the day off school and there were people saying to them um, and this one said to my daughter oh is, is that your mum up there and she went no that's not her and then <laughs> you could hear the screaming <laughs> coming down it was just like ah! <laughs> I stopped screaming and <laughs> she said that's her <laughs> and it wasn't until I knew that I couldn't die but I was saying and we came back oh my god but when we landed and again a bit um a bit friendly for a guy I didn't know how we landed but um when I got up he took the parachute off and they oh it was great the parachute going behind this was my favorite bit they because you're in like this jumpsuit thing it was like top gun going up and it's like oh my god if I had sunglasses now that would be so cool <laughs> Yeah, and everyone said, oh, once you're up there, you, although you're petrified, you'll love it. No, no, I hated every second. But I did like the end bit when I got to walk up with Top Gun. But yeah, mm. so that's how impulsive I am. That's how much I yeah. So you can imagine how terrified I have been up to this point. <laughs> I wasn't terrified of driving the Batmobile. I almost crashed that, though, the poor man. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even go that fast, like Miss Batman behind the tires. Oh my god! Yeah, that wasn't good. Um, <laughs> I did get told, yeah, take out the security things. You might crash it. <laughs> I think I think it's amazing though, like what you've what you've kind of by doing that. You know, it's like that that quote. You know, feel the fear and do it anyway, isn't it? And I think yeah. it just shows you, you know, like if you can do that and you can jump out of a plane, then. 
you know, then you can do books, you can do pod, you know, podcasts. It's it's like that um, your comfort zone level. You know, you think if you pushing on that's like say your comfort zone level is like that jumping out the plane. You know, publishing a book and you know doing a podcast. You know, it's I always think like if you think back to times like that, it's yeah. quite a strength of perspective by thinking well um if you think like maybe i can't do this or or, or should i do this i've jumped out of a plane of course i can do this you know like <laughs> that's that's the way i'd see you know like and i think yeah that's kind of how i put things into perspective sometimes i think about back to previous things you've done and you're like i've done xyz at one time or i've been through that at one time so then there's yeah. nothing stopping me doing this you know like and i think if something doesn't scare you, if it doesn't make you afraid or a little bit nervous, then you know why? Why do you know why are you doing it? Kind of thing. Do you know, what I mean, I think things are meant to scare you. Things are sometimes yeah. meant to make you nervous. It's and it, and and as you're doing what you're doing by you know, like I said, being vulnerable and putting putting yourself into books, that's kind of it's kind of part of the process. It's kind of part of the journey, you know, by feeling yeah. that vulnerability feeling that fear excite you know it's all kind of part of it and i think what goes back to the, the jumping out of the plane is that people we 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 like certainty you know we like to know what the outcome's going to be when you're going out into the unknown you don't know the outcome and you don't know how people are going to perceive it it's pretty intimidating yeah, and that's um... kind of why i put off doing a podcast for two or three years because i was worried about all of those things and I just think it's great that you're doing it and you know you said you know you go back to like say you being like a small indie author in you know in Cornwall like yes you you, you know you are kind of in Cornwall and, and you're starting out but you you're starting out you know and, and and I think it's it's kind of like you look at other authors and you probably look at what they did and how they started and that's just how that's how it's you know as long as you're doing it that's kind of how it yeah. starts you know yeah, I've got, we kind of have given me about 10 years to make a go of it. And yeah. the only goal really is to see if I can make a living in it. If I can make a living out of it, then yeah. that's, um, then I get to carry on, which is, yeah. yeah, you're completely, I mean, when, I think that might have propelled me actually is when I think, oh, you jumped out of a plane you know <laughs> it sounds ridiculous every time I say it because it's just you know like <laughs> why did you do that you absolute mental person but it's um yeah it's it definitely it's uh I think because the plane thing was so like boom I'll just do that you know mm. and um and yet this, I think because I had thought about it for so long, you know, yeah. that's why it made me mm. scarier. That's why it was a lot of years to lose, you know, and it's sort of like, but yeah, I mean, it's probably one of the bravest things that I've ever done. I think just that one moment, that couple of minutes before going out, you know, after it was, when it was too late and things, but um yeah yeah i think that i am and i'm proud that i did it hmm. I, you know uh it's the the thing with me is that i pretty much do anything just for the experience 
Yeah. Just to know what it feels like. Just to, I, I don't think that I would say no to anything really. Just because, and it would help me as well. Like anything at all would. I mean, I really want to try to tank, and I don't know. You don't have to uh, have any road tax if you have a tank. Is that right? I heard no road tax. Yeah. On the motorway or something like that. Someone told me. And it's sort of like that'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah, this territory, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's somewhere where you can do that, probably like a military base or something might. Yeah, like a... I think there are experiences. Um yeah. I just gotta save up and do it. It's no more than I would spend on a convention, to be honest. So yeah. it's awesome. It's but yeah, I that's the thing. I mean everything that's one of the beauties of being a writer actually, is everything that you do you can use. You know, like I'm sure I could write a story about someone in a tank somewhere. Get it? <laughs> I'm sure I could. That that would be quite cool, like children's book or something about a tank. Yeah, well, you could. You can kind of create. You know, when you're creative and you're in that process, you know, you just think about something and put put the. Uh, you know, once you have that concept in that story and concept in place you can just kind of do it um and i think it's i, ju I just think as well like it's nice that you did that to help people in the charity and, and there's a higher you know that that when you jumped out of the plane there's a higher um i can put it into words something greater than yourself if that makes sense yeah. you know like it's it's a, a deeper cause or meaning you're helping and you know on a larger scale yeah than, than it could have what you call it. My mind could have stayed with the fear, like oh yeah. my god, I can't do this, and just be petrified and re almost go into a panic attack or something mm. with it, you know. And it could have gone that way, but it was something that just clicked and then just went, no, you need yeah. to. And literally, all I saw because um, all the money went to the hospice that helped grants, and I could literally see all those families and it's sort of like yeah okay you've got to mm. do it yeah just do it. that's but, nice yeah yeah it's what you call it i mean it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's nice i think i think as well like um we should all do something like that you know i think we should all do something and give back you know and for like a deeper cause and meaning you know i think that's kind of what we should do in life you know and I, respect, I respect people who do that and i think it's great you know nice that you did that as well and um i was just thinking like do you have any favorite books that you like to read or uh, anything like that yeah well my favorite book of all time is um of mice and men by john steinbeck it's, yeah. um i if uh, if you want to read it it's just it's just beautiful all the way through no sentence is wasted and the characters are spot on and the settings i mean he's got a whole thing about um a meadow and you can literally just picture that meadow you're actually in it and um mm -hmm. i love that it's not got stuff like a love story it's not got war the whole essence of it is the friendship between two men you know mm -hmm. and, um 
and both of them you find so endearing and you're behind them and I read it literally on a loop because I love it so much and it just gives you something each time you know and it it's a master class really in writing and um, characterization stuff like that and it makes you cry every time at the end and it's just it's just perfection really but I love books that um do things in a different way that are a bit mm. like um recently I read Daisy and the Six absolutely love that but um you it's strange to think that it's fictional anyone who's read it will know I mean, it's had a lot of press and um yeah, you, re you end up Googling the band, even though the band's mm. original, but the way that she wrote it is just, oh, just incredible. But also, it's things that surprise you, like Pillars of the Earth is another one. Massive book, huge, huge book. And you kind of read it, and there's just oodles and oodles about cathedrals. And you think, I ain't going to be interested in that, but you read it and you're transfixed because mm -hmm. Kevin's writing is so good. And, um, oh, there's so many. Yeah, I mean, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, that's one that I buy for people. But um, telling, telling the whole story of um, war from a little kid's mm -hmm. eyes, where his dad's the guard is just, I thought that was genius. And he wrote him so well. And it just, people don't talk after that book. You know, seeing it through the eyes of a child really brought home sort of like war and yeah. yeah, that book floored me. And I buy it for um lots of people, and everyone has the same reaction. No one can speak afterwards. And mm. the power of that book, you know, is just wonderful, really. But I mm. I read all sorts. I read everything I can. I read a lot of graphic novels. Some and um. You know, I read a lot of autobiographies because I'm interested in people. Um, yeah. um, so I literally read everything I can get my hands on. And That's great. Genres, because, you know, it's good to, you know, broaden your mind as much as possible. And I don't yeah. ever assume about a book. I will literally try anything, even if from yeah. the cover it doesn't look like my, my sort of book. Um, I will read it anyway. There's books that I thought just because of the title. Um, like I was in a bookshop and um, there was a book there called The Hundred and One Year Old Man Who Climbed Out of a Window and Disappeared. And I thought was a brilliant title. And I thought, oh, I've got to read that book. And that book is phenomenal. It's so good. Um, oh God, I keep thinking his name's J. Jonah Jameson, but that's the guy from Spider-Man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's um hundred and one year old man he climbed out the window. I think I, I think I did see that in a shop and I was like, what on earth is that all about? I, I looked oh, at it, yeah. It's brilliant. He climbs out um in this nursing home and um he's on his hundred and one birthday and he's in dressing gown and slippers and he just goes on and he has all these travels and he kind of like meets all these people. It's a bit um like Forrest Gump, you know, when he goes throughout history. <laughs> yeah. Like that, but oh, it's so funny and it's so good. And yeah, yeah it's absolutely I'll, brilliant. I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out. I mean, I think I think books are like really good, and I think you can learn so much from books, and, and I think it gives you a perspective on life. You know, I think you look at other people's journeys or other people's 
situations and uh yeah. you know stories that make you think you know you read and you're thinking afterwards and what kind um, of books do you read I, I, I've read a lot of um, kind of personal development kind of books. Like I, I, I used to read Tracy Beaker, the first kind of uh, Jacqueline Wilson, Tracy Beaker. I, like, I got into those. And then um, I read uh, the, 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 Cur the Curious Incident of the Dog or something like that. Yeah, the, the, the Dog in the Nighttime. That's a really good the book. Dog in the Nighttime. I read that and, and that was really, really good. And that was a kid, I think he was, was he autistic or something. Yeah, yeah, um, and they go through all the maths problems. I've seen the play of that yeah. in the theatre and it's so good. It really is. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good book. And I read that many years ago. And then I, I kind of got into uh, like, uh, you know, mindset kind of books. I read Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. That's yeah. like a classic. Um, and then when I read that, I just got more into those kind of books. So I read... Um, the Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. Yeah. Um, I read one recently called The Third Door, which is about kind of different opportunities and kind of seizing them. Um, I'm currently reading, I, I read Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo. She's like a businesswoman. And I, I'm reading Green Lights at the minute by Matthew McConaughey. Oh, okay. I've read that one. That's got a lot of press. Yeah. So yeah, cool. it's kind of about that. his, yeah, and it's about how his life, and he basically went away to the desert, he, he kind of collected his journals over the years and kind of put them into the book, so I definitely re recommend reading that one. Yeah, I have, I did get tempted by that one actually, because it keeps um, popping up from my news feed, because I've got lots of books on Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I recently... I, I I don't even know who he is, but he just but the book sounded really good and that his story would be really good. But Ant Middleton, and I have hardly seen him being interviewed or anything like that. But it just I I don't know, just the sound of it made it sound like it was worth reading. And he's popular, I think. He's he's an actor, yeah. Matthew McConaughey, he's, he's like a US actor. He's he's um he's uh, he lives in Texas, but he's been in loads of films. He's been he's been in loads of films. Um, yeah, it's really good. It's, it's 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 interesting to see other people's perspectives in their lives, you know. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but but where can people find you on um, on like social media and things like that? Um, well, I'm on um, Facebook um, under Melanie Stevens author, and Instagram. Yeah. I think again, it's Melanie Stevens author. There's yeah. a blog as well. Um, so Eat girl eats cake, um, <laughs> um, which has things just all nerdy stuff. Yeah. And, and it's a bit more fun. And we're in the process of doing the website thing. But um, yeah, Instagram and Facebook, I think, are the main ones at the minute. And the blog, yeah. I do whenever I get time, really. But I yeah, yeah. try and get a few up there. You know, I recently, awesome. yeah, I recently um, did a social media event when the collection came out, which was quite, I've not done that's one. That's awesome. And that had, um, it had all the different social media things and then different um, bits turned up, um, which mm. gave me the book. And um, 
yeah that I've never done before but that appeared in all the different social media things and then uh, yeah and told you about the book so that was quite interesting to do and things but at the moment of course I don't have a team so I'm kind of like doing all this myself yeah so quite, um, which you know because you do all your own social media as well don't you but it's 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 quite a lot to do and things but it's yeah it's <laughs> It's worthwhile, you know, it's worthwhile on what you're doing. And I think when you do it yourself, it's it's why, like, um, you know, like kind of entrepreneurship and being an author and, and doing things by yourself is difficult because, you know, you spend a lot of time by yourself and you kind of have to show up and it's you who's ultimately doing it. And, yeah. you know, I think it, it, it's worthwhile in, in what you're doing in the long run. And if you enjoy what you're doing, then you enjoy it. You know, it's different. Um, yeah. But, but I think I think it's great what you're doing, and you know, just keep it up and keep on doing it. And I'll always promote and share what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I wish you you know continued success in what you're doing. You know, I think it's really really nice, and you know, just yeah, keep on doing it. And I and I can always network you with people that I know who have podcasts. You know, who you can go on their show and talk about it as well. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really nice. I say you're my first, really, which is quite nice. So it means that I'm always going to remember you. And I'm grateful that with my posts about Lego and walking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but it's kind of nice. It's what you call it. Yeah, it's good. No, but I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And, you know, I, I, I'll stay in touch and, and, um, and yeah, I, I can network you network your people and you know, I wish you all the best in what you're doing and um, I hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. Hi, and thanks for listening to the Parsis podcast. If you yourself has a story that you'd like to share to be on the podcast, please let me know at thepartispodcast at gmail.com. Or if you know somebody that has a story that they would like to share or their experience from life, please tell them to get in touch with me at thepartispodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, see you soon. Take care. Hi, I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to the podcast. You can also check out the podcast on YouTube at The Power City Podcast. You can also check out my Instagram at City 94 where I put lots of podcast clips and snippets and a lot more content as well. I really appreciate you supporting me in my podcast and supporting me in my content. It really, really means a lot. Any feedback, any questions, any queries, you can email me at thepolicypodcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and connecting. Take care. Hi, and thank you for tuning into the Positive Podcast. I would just like to announce that I have just recently created a 
Facebook group for listeners and for people who would like to network with other podcasters and to network with other people who listen to the podcast as well. The link can be found in the bio of my profile as well as the bio of my episodes and the Facebook group um, is called The Positivity People. All you have to do is send an invite request and I'll accept it for you to join. I hope to see you there. Have a great day. Take care.